You're listening to the Brand Builders Lab podcast, episode 77. Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. We're learning how to create an epic brand, find the right marketing strategies, and building your business is a constant evolution, classroom, and lab. Each week, we'll be diving into all things brand and marketing with special guests and solo episodes to help you build your business brand and big idea. Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. It is awesome to have you here. Now, guys, I have to tell you something. I wish you could see me right now. (laughs) I am using my new Rhodes podcast mic and I am feeling very uber professional right now. Apart from the fact that the boom arm has not arrived, I am holding the microphone in my hand as like without shaking as much as possible because it picks up on every sound so I wonder if you can tell the difference between my old mic and my new one now when my hubby did say to me do you really need that because I am trying not to spend frivolously in the business I was like it's been two years I feel like you know I've earned myself a good microphone so I am super excited I tell you what it's the little things isn't it But it is, it's so good. This is something that I am fully committed to. I'm not going anywhere. The podcast is not going anywhere. And the other thing is that my book, Play Big Brand Bold, is due to come out at the end of the year. And I needed a new microphone if I wanted to record the audio book because it has to be like super flashy and really high quality. So that was another reason why I decided to invest and buy myself a new microphone. So I'm a little bit excited. I am like a kid with a new toy. I will uh, post a picture. I did post one on Insta stories, I think yesterday when it arrived and I was like, it's a little bit phallic, but that's okay. So (laughs) So, there you go. Anyway, that's random, isn't it? But I do love to share with you what's going on. So I'm very excited. But if this is your first time listening to the podcast, then sorry about my ramble. I, you know, it's not unusual. Let me just let you know that. But I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, and this podcast is brought to you by The Connection Exchange. And I work with women in business to help you build a confidently bold brand, articulate a powerful message, and attract clients, awesome, oh so awesome clients, who want what you have so that you can play bigger and brand bolder. And that is what it's all about. So, you know, I am excited that you're here and I just want to do a shout out and say, obviously, thanks if you are a regular listener as well. I love that you're here and that you're hanging out. Um, And thank you to those that have recently left a review too, because I've got a little goal for myself to try and hit 100 reviews by the end of the year. So I'm just working towards that. And thank you to those on Instagram who also said that they were going to leave a review. So really appreciate it. But listen, I am not going to hang out too much longer. I really want to dive into this week's episode. As you may know, if you followed me for a while, Brand Builders Academy registration closed last week. It was epic. I reached my goal. I had a goal of how many ladies I wanted to come into the course and I reached that goal and I went out and I celebrated and I am so excited for the ladies that have joined. The Facebook group is going off. (laughs) They're all doing their pre-work but something that I have been talking to not only the ladies in BBA about but also just 
I think my community in general and something that I am getting more questions on or people saying, oh, geez, I haven't thought of that is really about how to start thinking bigger. And I was not, I guess not surprised, but maybe because it's something that I'm constantly challenging myself to do and have done for so many years, I am really passionate about teaching you and whoever else is wanting to think bigger how to do that. And so today I'm going to share with you some really practical tips that I have found have really helped me to start thinking bigger as well. So that is what we're going to be talking about today. That's what I'm diving into. And I hope that this helps you to really get out of some of the things that we are conditioned on how we think, what we think, the way that we put ourselves out there. And hopefully it kind of helps you to start to think about things a little bit differently so that you can start really thinking bigger in your business as well. So let's dive in. So why is it worth starting to think bigger? Well, I just think that if you are a business owner, if you are somebody who is wanting to stand out in their marketplace and who is really wanting to create something unique and original, then you've got to start thinking differently. You've got to not look at everybody around you who is doing the same thing as you. You've got to start looking outside your industry, which you know that I teach and talk about all the time. But it's not just about doing that. It's not just about looking outside your industry and getting inspiration from other brands and other industries. It it is also shifting and changing your internal dialogue and your internal thinking and the way that you go about really your day-to-day work, business, creation of ideas, acceptance of ideas. And it's only by really starting to free yourself up from some of the conditioning and some of the history that has kind of led you to who you are today and the way that you work and the way that you think. I think that we can only really start to crack that open and change that if we can recognize what those thinking patterns are. So I'm not going to go into the psychology today of it all because one, I'm not qualified. And two, kind of what I want to do in this episode is give you some food for thought and some things to start to do so that you can start thinking differently and start thinking bigger. One of the reasons that I decided to do this podcast episode is because with my BBA ladies, I have been asking them and I have shared this in a podcast before, like what's your ideal cream and dream client? And a lot of people are like, I actually have never thought about my cream or my dream client. Yeah, they are not types of clients that I've thought about, which is your ideal, if you haven't heard this before, is maybe somebody that you're working with now. Your dream client might be kind of that pinchy moment and your cream client is knocking it out the park beyond your wildest dreams amazement kind of thing. And so I have shared mine before. uh, And so it's really starting to think about how can I start to evolve my thinking and think bigger to achieve things that may not actually even have occurred to me yet. But as I start to grow my business and as I start to think about how I can stand out and be different 
What could some of those bigger thinking opportunities be for me? So today I want to share with you eight ways that I think you can start to think bigger. So the first one is to start to dream without limitations. So I think a lot of times what happens is that no matter what we're doing in our business, whether it's our products and services, it's our branding, it's our messaging, uh, whatever it might be, the opportunities that we're going for, we a lot of times... We'll think about it and then we'll automatically think, oh, well, there's a limit to that. Maybe that's not what I can reach. That's not something that I can do. Uh, Or we think about, well, that's not realistic. I love that. That's the big thought that comes into our head is, well, that's just not realistic. So how can I make that thought a bit smaller? How can I make that dream a bit smaller so that my small mindedness because that's what it is if if you're not able to think bigger it's that you're kind of confining yourself to the limitations of what you think is possible and what you think is not possible and so we confine ourselves by that and so what I want you to start to do is start to dream without limitations and this is something I speak about in Play Big Brown Bold as well is you know when I first started thinking about Epic Summit which was now back in 2015 before I decided to put that event on I just started to dream I was like if I was going to have anybody who would it be it was Lisa Messenger if I was going to have it at any venue where would I have it I'd have it at Circa like I was just like what's the ultimate what is what does the you know, amazing event look like? Like, what would it look like? What would we do? What would the food be? Who would I have there? And I hadn't done any research at this point. I was just dreaming. And so I'd really love you to start to think about if your business was to be that ultimate end goal of what you really want without limitations, without, well, I live in Australia or I live here or I don't have the financial ability to do that right now or maybe that's not something I think that I'm capable of because I haven't learned that skill or I don't have, you know, that natural talent, whatever it is, yeah? So if you're wanting to be a speaker but you get nervous now speaking, that I don't want that to limit you from thinking, one day I'm going to be a speaker on a global stage. One day I'm going to have my own podcast. One day I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. So I really want you to start to think about what does amazing look like for you? And maybe you want to categorize it. What does amazing products and services look like for you? What does amazing opportunities look like for you? What does an amazing business look like for you? What does an amazing like health practice look like for you? Mindset, family, travel, Like that's where you want to be going. And I love doing that. So really start to think about that and maybe write down the things that are really important to you. And if you were dreaming without limitations, what would that look like? So that is the first step to starting to think bigger is to dream without limitations. Number two is to surround yourself with others who are not only doing big things, but they're going against the grain and they are thinking differently themselves. Now, I've actually said this before, like Erica, who is the queen of confidence, I've been spending a lot more time with her. She definitely does things differently, but she's also challenged my thinking on certain things and which I've loved, yeah, because she just kind of does things. She hasn't been maybe listening to all of the different entrepreneurs that I've been listening to over the years. She's had her own 
you know, different flavor and different online mentors and different people she's been hanging out with. And so some of the stuff that she says to me or some of the ways that she runs her business, I'm like, wow, like that's kind of really out of the ordinary or that's not how like I've been taught or the things that I've learned, which is awesome because it's really working. And so I think it's also taking a look at who are you hanging out with and are you hanging out with people who think exactly the same as you? Are you hanging out with people that listen to the same things that you do and read the same types of books that you read and believe in the same things as you? Now, whilst obviously we talk about when you know your values and you know what you're here to say and what you're here to do, then you will attract like-minded people or people who have the same values as you. And I think that that's great for you to bring people in where you can teach them or guide them or, you know, have them as clients, etc. But my question to you is, in order for you to start to think differently and for you to also evolve from where you are right now and grow and develop from where you are right now, my question is, who's challenging your thinking? Who's challenging the way that you do things? And can you actually think about people that are challenging the way that you're thinking and the things that you're doing? So for me, I am... I'm a seeker of that. I kind of seek out people who have got really different backgrounds to me and are very different to me where we might have a conversation about, say, politics or the environment or business or religion or whatever else. Now, you know, you decide what you bring into your business realm, but generally by doing that, it helps me to think a little bit differently. I love the school of life as well. So the school of life, if you don't know them, um, there's a lot of philosophy around it and in what they believe and what they think. Now, when you listen to other people and you hear what they believe and think, it doesn't mean that you're automatically going to be believing the same thing. But I think what it does is that it challenges the norm for you. It challenges maybe the way that you've been brought up or the way that you're thinking right now. So I would really encourage you to try and seek out different thinking that helps you to kind of go against the grain of what you know now. And, you know, it's like I say to clients where they're listening to a lot of different people, you can definitely listen to a lot of people, but you do have to learn to trust yourself because you have to know what to take with you and what to not take with you. You know, it's kind of like you could listen, go to a conference for three days and listen to everybody. And if you try to implement everything that you learned because you're like, well, if they said it, then that's what I should be doing, then you're going to get yourself into a lot of trouble. But what I would do is listen to what other people have to say and then really rationally and in a way of challenging yourself, but also knowing yourself and trusting yourself, what can I take from that that could be different, that could really help me? What could I test out to see if that works for me or not? And not just take things in blind faith, but take things with a grain of salt, as they say, and really think about, well, you know, what could really work for me and how could I adopt what you're saying and the things that you're teaching me in a way that could work for me too. And I've sort of said, you know, in a Insta post recently actually that I've learned to really focus on the one thing. 
and also really learning from what other people are doing that has absolutely worked for me. And that's something that I've recently done in the launch that I've just had for Brand Builders Academy. Like I just went with my gut and tried different things and found something that really worked for me. And I really found my groove and I feel like I was being able to create the brand I wanted, market myself with joy and excitement and fully engaged in the process of a launch, which is normally like not the most pleasant thing to be in, if I'm honest. But it was like one of the best things this time around because I tried to think differently about it. Number three is to subscribe to interesting and diverse things. So thinking about things like books that you're listening to. uh, So I have got a membership to Audible, once again, reading different books and getting people's different perspectives. Facebook pages is a really interesting one. So I'm subscribed to a number of Facebook pages, which is like um, luxury holidays and destinations, which I love. So it's like Bora Bora and the Maldives and, you know, these amazing places in foreign and incredible, you know, destinations. And That really helps me to think bigger as well, where I'm like, imagine flying first class or on a private jet to Bora Bora and being at one of those resorts where you've got like your own private, you know, bungalow or whatever out on the water with a slide that goes in into the water from your bedroom. (laughs) Like it might sound really random, but actually seeing, because I am a visual person, seeing amazing places and things and watching documentaries like I just recently watched Bill Gates on Netflix where he takes like a week out just to think and read and and it's just, I find it incredible. I find that it really expands your mind and the possibilities of what you think is possible for yourself and, and the things that you're actually going after as well. So really subscribing to interesting and diverse things, uh, I think is really worth looking at and exploring and maybe asking people like, where do you love to look for inspiration? What are magazines that maybe you read or online forums that you look at? Uh, You know, and we kind of have a map of the world with our kids and we take a look at where do we want to go over the next few years and we write down all the places and then we go and we take a look at them and we take a look at, you know, where um, could we visit and what could we learn? And I'm now thinking about, you know, I'm getting an app on my phone so that I can start to learn like French or Spanish or something like that so that I can start to really diversify the things that I'm learning and the things that I'm doing. And I think that that can really also help you to think bigger. Number four is to challenge yourself to something that you think you're not very good at. So I always want you to sit down and write down what are 10 things that you think that you're not particularly good at. And we've all got these, you know, where we say, oh no, I would do that, but I'm not very good at it. I would, I'd love to do public speaking, but I'm not very good. I'd love to be able to do this, but I'm not very technical. Like I'd love to do a fun run, but I'm not very fit. Like all these things that we say to ourselves that we're not very good at, write those down. And then maybe pick one or two that you challenge yourself with and you say, well, what could I do that could be a challenge for me that could really take me out of my comfort zone so that I can start to get used to being out of my comfort zone as well. 
So start to really challenge yourself around the things that you don't think that you're particularly good at and maybe get help with it. You know, get a friend where you're like, I'd really love to do a fun run, which is 5Ks. Would you want to do it with me? And then make it exciting and fun for you. Think about ways that you can start to do things that you're not used to doing but make it fun, make it interesting. Can you get an accountability buddy? Can you get somebody to do it with you so that, you know, maybe you're not alone when you're doing it? And how can you start to tick those things off so that you can start to learn how to become better at the things that you feel would really enrich your life and help you to do more, be more, have more, whatever it is that's important to you. Number five is to listen to other people's stories. Now the podcast, How I Built This, for me has been a complete game changer. Yeah, because we have this impression that business should be easy and that people who are successful were somehow successful overnight and that they somehow just made it happen. And the more I listen to How I Built This, the more realistic I become in what I have an expectation around when it comes to my business. Now, as I said before, you know, my business has grown and it's been amazing, but I love listening to how I built this when I listen to business owners who are mega successful, multi-billion dollar businesses who are like, yeah, it took us four years before we turned a profit. It took us three years before we paid ourselves. It took us five years before anybody was interested. It took us seven years before I made my first million dollars or whatever it is, yeah? And people who just kept crunching away and working with clients, making money, growing their business, but I feel like it is such a reality check. So if you have not cottoned on to or started listening to How I Built This by Guy Raz, it's an NPR podcast. It is one that I listen to religiously and I feel like it has not only helped me to keep my feet on the ground and understand that this is a marathon and not a sprint, but it's also helped me to learn from other amazing entrepreneurs who have created their own opportunities and taken risks and understood what it takes to build a successful business and have not expected it in five minutes. And I have spoken about this so much. You know, if you listen to me that I've spoken about the fact that it continues to take hard work to build what it is that you have and that you've got to show up consistently. But listening to other people's stories and understanding the paths that they've taken, whilst it may not take you that long and you may not have to go through everything that they went through because it's a different time now and we've got access to different things, listening to other people's stories I think can really help you to gain some perspective, but also help you understand what the possibilities are. Like these people who did not make money or did not draw a wage or did not turn a profit in three or four years are now billion dollar companies. So whilst it helps you keep your feet on the ground, I think it also helps you to go, wow, like, you know, something, if I stick to this and I keep showing up and I keep thinking bigger, playing bigger, creating opportunities for myself, wow, the possibilities are endless and there is no limit to what I am capable of achieving. So that is number five is to listen to other people's stories. Number six is when you feel stuck, get curious. So I say this all the time, whenever I listen to Big Magic, I feel like I gain another interesting tidbit 
um, and a different perspective as well. So not everything has to be successful or big or monumental when you are thinking bigger. So when you are thinking bigger, it could just be taking yourself incrementally towards something. It doesn't have to be big, bold, audacious moves. Like I've talked about with Epic Summit that cost 42 grand and it was a nightmare, but amazing as well. (laughs) You do not need to make big monumental moves. So when you feel stuck, just start to do little things, yeah? Thinking bigger doesn't always mean doing big things. It can mean thinking in a different way, laterally, vertically, change your perspective, get out, go for a walk, start getting creative in different ways as well. So for example, when I get stuck with something in the business, I might go for a walk or I might do some watercolor painting or I might read or listen to a book that has nothing to do with business. And just starting to change that perspective and get curious about other things can really help you to shift and change where you are right now and the problem that maybe you're trying to solve too. I love how Elizabeth Gilbert talks about that, you know, when you're in motion, then you can start to move yourself out of being stuck and move yourself into flow or move yourself into another thing that can be a stepping stone for taking you to a completely different place. Number seven is to practice positive thinking and optimism. Now, I'm going to share a little personal thing with you is that my husband is pretty skeptical. And I'm a total optimist. So it's really interesting. Like we'll be watching the same thing and I'll be thinking, wow, doesn't that look amazing? And he'll be thinking, wow, that looks like a pain in the butt to have to do. And so so we have got natural tendencies. And so my question to you is, what is your natural tendency? Are you an optimist or a pessimist? Are you a skeptic or are you a positive thinker? And so if you are naturally a skeptic person or you're naturally somebody who doesn't like to think about the positives, you're always looking for what could go wrong, what are the negatives, what are the pitfalls here, what could be the issue if I decide to do this, then what I want you to do is start to practice thinking more positively. So, and the reason that I want you to start to do this is because what could be happening is that you could be coming up with ideas that are really amazing. Some could be amazing, some could be not amazing, but you could be coming up with ideas that are really good and you are automatically going through the 10 things that could go wrong with it. The 10 things that are just going to, you know, be so painful for you. And so what I want you to do is every time you come up with an idea, even though you might be thinking that there's a couple of negatives, I actually want you to practice thinking of 10 positive things about that idea. And I want you to start to get yourself in a positive mind frame. And even if it's not a natural position for you, that's something that I want you to start to do and practice. Yeah, because practice makes perfect. And we're not looking for perfect. We're just looking for shifting and changing the way that you're thinking. So the next time you come up with an idea, I want you to sit down. And if you've had an idea recently, then I want you to sit down and I want you to write down 10 positive things about that idea. 
So let's say that you want to create a new product or service and you are like, okay, so 10 positive things about this is that I could be reaching a new audience I'm not reaching right now. This could bring in new revenue for me, which would be amazing. This could really help me to play bigger because it's something that I've always wanted to do. Maybe this new idea could help me to create new collaborations with people. Maybe it could help to position me more as an expert in my field. Like I want you to start to think about all of the positive things that this new idea could potentially give you, yeah? What are the things that it could afford you? What are the things it could give you when it comes to positioning yourself? Now, you might still need to look at that with critical eyes and figure out does it, you know, is it in line with my vision, my mission and my values? Is it going to help me to position myself in the right way? But I want you to think of positive things as well. So you can definitely be measuring, you know, whether this is right or not, but I want you to think about whether you can come up with 10 positive things that can help you to implement this idea. Number eight is understanding your habits. So when it comes to thinking bigger, what are the patterns that you usually go through? So we've sort of talked about the fact that you may think with limitations. You may go to the negative first before you go to the positive. Maybe when you come up with an idea or you think about thinking bigger, you get stuck. And so we've just talked about how you can be more curious and move yourself because motion helps with inspiration, which helps you to move through being stuck as well. Yeah. So what are the habits that you have and are they serving you or are they holding you back? And I did talk about this last week in hiring yourself to be the CEO. What are your practices? What are the things that you are dealing with on a daily basis? And what are the habits that you have that are either helping or hindering you? Are they helping you to move forward and think bigger and do bigger things? and create momentum and get that collaboration and come up with ideas that can help you to market as well. So, you know, something that I have talked about a lot is that I had Jamie from Outlier Marketing on the podcast, I think it's episode 66, talking about gaining momentum in your business. And I was in, you know, habits that were keeping me stuck because I wanted to focus on the one thing, but I wasn't because I had other things that were just part and parcel of what I was doing. And so every day I'd get up and I'd still do those same things. And even though they were profitable and even though they were loved products and services, I knew deep down that it wasn't what I wanted and it wasn't how I was going to grow my business. But those habits kept me stuck. I'm even sorry to say for months, like for months, I'm talking like six months or more, knowing what I wanted to do and what I wanted to change, but staying stuck in my habits. So my question to you is, what are the habits that you have right now in your business that are not serving you? Is there something that you've got a gut feeling about that you're not taking action on because it feels kind of hard to take action on that? Yeah, so I really want you to start to think about this. So I want you to be able to think about what your ideal your dream and your cream clients would be because I want you to start thinking bigger. 
And so eight ways that you can start thinking bigger, just to recap, is to start to dream without limitations. Number two is surround yourself with others who are going against the grain and thinking really differently themselves. Number three is subscribe to interesting and diverse things like reading different books, looking at different Facebook pages, maybe following different Instagram feeds or handles thinking about who else you can be connecting with too. Like I was just talking about the school of life and how you can really start to diversify the people that are around you. Number four is challenge yourself to something that you think you're not very good at. Number five is listen to other people's stories and understand what it takes to be successful and get there, you know, but also recognize that they did it. So keep your feet on the ground but also your head in the clouds a little bit. I love that. I love keeping your feet on the ground and your head in the clouds. Like dream big, think big, but be realistic as well. Number six is when you feel stuck, get curious. Yeah, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be doing massive things in order to be thinking bigger. Just try and think in a different way and move yourself so that you can get out of being stuck. Number seven is to prioritize and practice positive thinking and optimism and think about 10 positive things about the ideas that you have. And number eight is understand your habits. So really understand what's holding you back, what's stopping you from thinking bigger. Start listening to your gut so that you can start moving through your business, the things that you're doing so that you can really start to make things happen for yourself. So I hope that that's helped you to start to think bigger and think a little bit differently. That is what I am on a mission to do is to help women to play bigger, brand bolder, think bigger and act as well so that they can have more impact in the world. So thanks so much for hanging out. I'm keeping it short and sweet this week. Uh, We are on holidays and I hope that you're enjoying the holidays. The sun is starting to come out in Melbourne. We've got some gorgeous weather happening this week, which I am going to be heading out and enjoying as well. But if you love the podcast, I'd love you to leave a review. I'm still aiming for my 100 reviews by the end of the year. And you can obviously follow me on all socials at Suze Chadwick. But, you know, I love to hang in Insta stories. Have a fantastic week. And until next time, keep playing big and branding bold.